is the Glow Up Podcast. And I'm Ms. Casey Carter. I'm Naomi Raven. I want to remind everybody to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Let's go! What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Glow Up Podcast. We are a still a part of the Soundcasting Network here in Seattle, Washington. I'm Ms. Casey Carter, and we're having some technical difficulties, so it's just me hosting this show solo. But shout out to Mo. Hopefully, he'll be able to join us in just a bit. Uh, before we begin, I got to make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere podcasts are available. And don't forget to follow us at the Glow Up Cast on all social media platforms. Uh, sign up for that Glow Gang Spotlight because we do love to highlight small businesses. Um, and watch us on YouTube because then you'll be able to see our current guest who is just being crazy reckless right now, <laughs> making all this noise. <laughs> What's good? Okay, so shout out to us for last week. We did some catching up. It was just me and Mo. And this week, we are joined by somebody who is very familiar to the show. You might hear him every single time you turn on the show. And yeah. it's been a long time. I don't think this guy's been on the show since the pandemic. But we are joined by Jar B. What up, what up, what up? My yeah. husband, hey. <laughs> Do we know each other? Do we know each other? <laughs> Thank you for joining us this weekend. Um, yeah, it's course. pretty exciting because uh, Jarv is, if you're not familiar with him, he's an artist from Seattle. He's the host of Weed and Food Show, Bitch, I'm Hungry. And he's getting ready to drop a new album called Black House. Uh, it's a collaboration project with producer Bad Colors, and it's exciting. So we're going to catch up with Jarv and then also talk a little bit about the project. Um, so let's let's hop right into things. Uh, let's start with our weekly wins or lessons. This is something new, Jarv. You've never really got to participate in. So um, I, I, didn't do one of these. I, I didn't do one of these before. I don't think so. So I'll go first. My weekly lesson uh, is it's okay that we share what's actually happening in our lives. Earlier this week, I did a post for a mindful state. And I opened up about when it was time for me to start taking charge of my mental health. And I had a few friends open up on that post sharing when they decided to take charge of their mental health. And it was just kind of eye opening that these are people that are really close friends. And I had no idea some of the things that they were going through. For example, Mo, we talk to Mo all the time. We spend a lot of time with him yeah. and he is very strong and he opened up about what open i mean what got him into going to therapy and it was just like i started crying because i was like damn i didn't even know he was going through all that stuff um so i that was a big lesson for me in um you know when your homies ask you are you okay or what's good or how are you i think we should really normalize actually saying how we truly feel instead of just being like oh i'm good it's all good um yeah. so we can support one another it's very, yeah, very i usually like that with my homies i don't know about everybody else but <laughs> we talk yeah because you're a sensitive ass cancer yeah I guess. all right <laughs> what's your weekly winner lesson jar uh it's it's actually not it's not a new lesson i think it's it just proved itself well this week of being patient and uh yeah learning to be patient uh, i know everybody stresses about their situation me one of them and uh i feel like patience lets everything fall together like it should. I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm 
very impatient. So uh, just letting the, the the ducks fall in a row, uh, I think, helped and good results. So be patient. Have patience. I thought you were going to share your big weekly win. Oh, the big weekly win. I thought it was just a big weekly lesson. It's weekly wins or lessons. Okay, well, that was a lesson. Uh, big win was uh, getting my first uh, spot in a commercial. Uh, me and Bad Colors, it was off of Bad Colors uh, project who actually fueled my project with him. Um, the song Feeling Like, got picked up by Best Buy. Uh, that is incredible. I mean, um, I've never had like anything like that happen. So uh, big win, big win. <laughs> All right, let's hop into our vibe check. Is there anything you're currently vibing with right now? Um, current thing, music-wise, or anything? Anything. Uh, I would want to say, I want to say music-wise, and I got to remember this album uh, right now, but Isaiah Rashad's project he put out, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, what is it called? The House is Burning. Uh, I randomly stumbled across that project, and uh, which is crazy, but uh, yeah, it's pretty filthy. It is pretty filthy. Um, I feel like it's very abstract, but still current. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, kind of. It feels like the stuff I kind of be on. I need to check it out. I've oh, I've just I give so much of my time to podcasts that I never make room for music. Yeah. Um, True. Well. What I'm vibing with is this chick named Alexis Nicole on TikTok. She Ooh. is, her name is Alexis Nicole. She is a black forager. Do you know what a forager is? Uh, I thought it was someone to write bad checks, but what is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Oh my God. <laughs> Am I not right? Am I not right? right? Forger. Forger. So she basically uses, she goes out into the wilderness and gets, she's, she gets her food and all that stuff from outside. So her TikTok is full of her. She is this really fun personality and she just goes out and goes into the woods and finds things and then creates food out of everything. Well, that's, I'm going to have to check that out. And she's like, it's all vegan and it's just, it's kind of crazy and it'd be sounding hella good. And again, she's super funny. Her personality's great, but I spent a good amount of time scrolling through her page and just being like, that's cool. I would never do that, but that's no. pretty tight. No animals? No animals. No, it's like mushrooms. It's dandelions. It's trees. It's she literally just goes out into her backyard or whatever and picks whatever and makes things i yeah she makes all types of food liquor desserts everything i'll show you i'll share yeah, it with everyone um it's very interesting but she has like over two million followers or something now on tiktok and it's it's fun to to watch all the cool yeah. things that she does on there so yes all right well let's get <laughs> right into it jar yeah. how's it going i'm yeah we haven't talked to you since the pandemic started how's everything mm-hmm. been same old i mean to be honest, the pandemic, uh, I explained this, I forgot to, but um, I felt like at that time we got to slow down and kind of figure out what everybody's doing or what you're personally doing. 
I, I felt like with myself, I felt um, uh, like slow was better. We always, you know, we always were doing a bunch of stuff, throwing parties and whatever. Um, I felt like we got to slow down and really map out or kind of just, I don't know, get back to to us, really. You know what I'm saying? We're used to just doing a lot. So um, the slowing down got me, of uh, course, recording and, and, and doing that. Uh, and that's how I popped up with this project that I'm about to put out next week. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. So Bad Colors is a producer from Brooklyn. And you guys have a, have had a relationship stemming all the way back to your first album, right? Yeah. 2012. So dopamine. Um, Ibby, uh, a.k.a. Bad Colors, um, produced a lot of dopamine. Um, I met him through uh, Chris Cass um, and, of course, my engineer, Blue. Shout out Blue, the engineer. And then why my engineer, he uh, kind of introduced introduced or kind of played He played a track for uh, Chris and uh, Bad Colors, and he was nervous about it. I don't know why. It wasn't a weak track. I don't know why he was nervous, but he, <laughs> he said he was nervous about playing my verse. Played it. They liked it. We started just collaborating. Then um, that rolled on to my first project. Uh, and he just kept sending me stuff and kept working. He was on my second project. He was like on a lot of music. Um, and then finally, he was getting ready to gear up to do his project. And he was asking me for samples. And he found a sample, used it, sent the beat. He's like, I'm about to put this on my project. Uh, listened to it. And I just added on to it and then sent it back to him. And that became the cut feeling like for and his this project. Was during, this was during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. This was during the pandemic. Okay, so and it was just a different vibe where you I don't know, a lot of people can say that they know you for being like you're very eclectic, like you're very diverse. You can kind of go yeah, in any lane. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I like I'm I always like to try some different stuff. Like, that's why I'm glad I have my setup here, because I get to just whatever, whatever's around, I get to try it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this just felt comfortable and it really didn't take too much. It just felt real comfortable. So that's how that happened. So then, okay. So the, pro so the song is doing great. You guys are getting some good feedback on it. It's a yeah. different kind of sound. What led to creating a full project between you two? I think just the vibe and how easy it was to um, create that song. We just kind of like, you know, send me some more beats. Yeah, you know, or, or to be honest, it was like um, as soon as like we got feedback from or just as soon as we got done with it, it's, we didn't even wait for people to be like, oh, we like it. We were like, this is filthy. Like we might as well you just do a project. It. Yeah, yeah. I felt it. And uh, he felt it. He was just like, yeah, let's do some more shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we kept it pushing. Does okay, so with every like the pandemic created everyone's creating, like there's so much good music out right now, it's so crazy. So, as an independent artist, does that give you a little bit of like hesitation sometimes with dropping music because you're competing for so much attention with so many bigger artists? Nah, I've, uh, not, not really. Like, I mean, it's always a thought, but I just kind of keep my eye on my eye. It's kind of like, for me, it's, I'm not so much competing. I'm just kind of making music. And all this is like, a, it's like, it's like training. So if I'm in here just making music, it's like, I'm training, I'm training, I'm training. We're just, we just keep working. Um, it's not really too, um, 
to beat other people. It's just to sharpen sharpen my tools and see where my music goes. So I don't know. I, I just kind of like making the music and then seeing where it goes. Is is as far as um, as far as that. I don't like to be like, oh, so many music, so many people is making music, so many people is putting it out. That's like a whole nother stress. I just don't even worry about. Um, I feel like people get caught up in that, and that kind of takes away from the music. So I try to stay focused on just being a better me when it comes to music. What can I do better? What can I, you know what I'm saying? What sounds different? What can I, and then, yeah, that all comes later after I get done with the music, but. Okay, I like that because I guess if you were an artist and you are making music with competition inspiring you, it's kind of like, are you being, are you doing it for you or are you doing it for other people? Exactly. So, okay, I like that. Now you, you mentioned just having the space to record um, and I mean, obviously I get a firsthand look at how beneficial it is for you, but can you share, um, the importance of having your own space as an artist, um, through the creation process? Because I think for somebody like you, like it really helps you yeah. get in the zone versus going to the studio and things like that. Well, one thing about, um, uh, making music, I feel like sometimes there's just a vibe. A lot of people know about uh, when they make music, you can't just like, you can create something uh, at a time and then try to recreate it later and it can sound totally different to you. So I feel like this is like, I get my first rough drafts as soon as I wake up or when the idea is fresh uh, in my mind. And it's cool because everybody's schedule is different. Um, so shit, you might, your clock might work better at one to five in the morning, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you're not going to book a studio time or studio session from, or maybe you will, but you know what I'm saying? This is an easier opportunity or easy access for you to just get up and go and try something. Sometimes you have an idea fresh in the morning and you want to get up and try it. And that's what I was like. I wanted to be able to try music anytime I can. Uh, I felt like it, or it was not a forced situation or I felt like, I was on a time clock in the studio, like I need to hurry and get this done. Or I had a bunch of stuff prepared and then I get them out. Cause I, I don't know, I just like the, the more natural feel, um, or the ability just to keep making music. So I don't get that mental black of feeling like I'm in a studio and I can't think of nothing. And you know, yeah. Do you have any, um, like tips on for artists who are looking to like have something at the house? Like any advice on how to, on where to go or how to start or who to ask? Definitely go to Guitar Center. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> like the Toys R Us for, for musicians. But um, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, they, they'll help you in there. If you want to like, you know, tell them what you're trying to do. I'm trying to build a home studio. They'll have somebody come and put the pieces together at any, any budget. So that's the first place I want to go to. Um, yeah, it's like the only place I would go to or just YouTube it. Uh, check out and make your own home studio. It's not hard. It's pretty easy. Um, and look into not just recording your own stuff. And I mean, because not everybody's a uh, engineer. Uh, just look forward to uh, pick, putting something together where you can take your idea and you can just send it off to a studio. Or it's way way easier than trying to record something and then I have the idea and go to a studio and then redo it. Uh, see, you know, you can make a lot more music from your house and send it out to your engineers or whatever you need to do. Um, it's a good option. Okay. 
Well, as a respected artist, I mean, from the outside, you get a lot of love. You get a lot of respect. And I mean, shit, Best Buy commercial, that's winning. Um, but obviously, there are a lot of this. This shit ain't easy. Like it is a true marathon. Um, and I mean, as a creative, it's it's very hard. So um, for you personally, like what are some of the difficulties you face as an independent artist? And then how do you overcome them? Um, I think, um, just like I said, with the patience thing, uh, being an artist, you got to have some sort of patience or you're not going to make it. Uh, I know everybody feels like in the beginning when you start making music, like I'm going to make that one and then it's, you know, then I'm just going to blow up from there. It's like, they don't look at the, the, the marathon in it. They look at the short race. Like I got to win this race real quick, but that's why I look up to artists like, um, Shabazz Palace is ish, like, you know what I'm saying? His, um, even at his age, like, it's like, he still seems like he's very youthful. He's still just cool in his own lane. And, uh, like, there's no, he's just very comfortable. A lot of artists, um, I feel like they're still feeling, they're still figuring themselves out. But, like, that guy just, he figured himself out. Like, that's, he's just doing his, doing, doing him. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to be able to do. There's no really age limit or, you know, top off for me. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, going until I want to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And not, and not getting caught up and sounding dated or, you know, feeling like, oh, you need to give it up, bro. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny that you brought it up because I did want to ask. So you brought up Shabazz Palaces and He's actually one of the features on this upcoming project. You drop the single clouds yeah. and you got video coming up for it. And I know for you um, working with Shabazz Palaces was somewhat of like a bucket list item for you because, you know, definitely, you, definitely. you look up to him. And yeah. um, so how was that experience for you working with him and being able to create? Oh, it was dope. I, it was very natural. I mean, um, Besides that, like our, our meetings every time we would, you know, see each other was always love, always, you know what I'm saying? Uh, much respect to him, um, but always love and always realness, man. So uh, as far as doing it, it was a dream come true to have him jump on it or even want to, you know what I'm saying, uh, accept the offer uh, to, to jump on it is dope. Um, he is, uh, I feel like he's a, a person that's in his own shit and he picks what he wants to fuck with. So I was just honored that he wanted to uh, jump in on it. Um, but the, the experience was, it was very natural. Um, uh, we went down to the studio, uh, to Milo's studio, uh, shout out Milo, um, down there in, what is that, um, Soto. And uh, yeah, he just jumped on it, killed it. He don't really drink, but he took a couple shots of soju with me, man. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Awesome. Well, it looks like Mo's about to join us. Yeah. Hop in, Mo. Where you at? There he Sipping is. Sipping water. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just God, out, I feel triggered right now. I feel like the bromance is about to start. <laughs> what up? The homie didn't answer, man. I'm kind of jealous. Your camera looks fucking nice. And I got the over here with this Apple fucking laptop you need to clean yeah. it up that's what it is i did clean it up <laughs> bam bam <laughs> with the thumb it works yeah that's My right you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Sorry, I showed up a little. Go like, ahead, a little Mo. Technical difficulties. No, but you are all good. You are all good. We were just talking about, um, you know, collaborating with Shabazz Palaces and the project yeah. and all that stuff. So I'll let you take oh, it away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mo's been a big, uh, big help and a big part of this shit too. So I want to, of course, give a shout out to you, brother. Oh, uh, appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I took photos of of uh, Shabazz Palaces. I was actually kind of dope. Um. Super cool. Coolest dude in the, on the planet, honestly. He's too cool. No rain can even touch him. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so he's just super, super cool. It was an honor to take a photo of that. And um, yeah, it was cool to meet him, man. He, you know, sat down with him, talked with him. And he asked about stuff I had going on. And he was interested about the cameras I had and stuff like that. So it was super cool, man. Super cool. Legend. A legend. A true legend. So it was dope. Well, do you have any exactly. questions for Jarv? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, that's great for you. Do you have any questions for our guests? How's life, man? I thought that's what we was talking about. I just can't wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. No, you good, uh, man. <laughs> would you guys, would, would, you, would you guys stop off? Okay, just yeah, we ha- I'm going to just jump in. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I'm excited. The project drops this week. So, I mean. It's Friday. Hey. Yeah. So, and then you have a new video as well. The, I do. The Clouds video. The Clouds video with Shabazz Palaces is dropping this week. I can't say what day because we don't know yet, but it's going to be this week. Um, yeah. Okay. Look forward to that. Well, before we get out of here, um, <laughs> <laughs> You know, you talked you talked a lot about patience. And again, you just being someone that I know a lot of people in the industry, you know, respect. And um, I just wanted to see if you had any like three tips for for the up and coming talent on creating longevity with your name and your career. Um, uh, I would say be into you like. Be inspired by people, but don't feel like you need to follow their same paths. Try try to do you. Find out what you is and do that to the best of your ability. Work on your show game and uh, make sure you have that too, man. Don't, I mean, some people do just like to make music in their, in their studio and that's cool, but have some show, show game because you want to be able to perform and you want people to enjoy your performance. You, you don't want cringeworthy performance. That's, that's bad. Um, and... I mean, uh, get your own equipment, uh, work at your own pace. Do not rush, do not force, do not force it, but practice, practice. I like those, those are really good. And I feel like, again, knowing you and watching everything firsthand, those are, that is the recipe for what has made you be able to stick around for a while. And good weed. Mo, do you want to share um, your weekly winner lesson? Uh, yeah. Uh, weekly win. Um, weekly win for me is I picked up reading again. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm reading this, yeah, I'm reading this book called The Compound Effect um, by Darren Hardy. Uh, super, Need to check super that out. Dope and inspiring book. There's a lesson in there that I'm following called. Uh, writing down, you know, about your financials and so forth, writing down how much you spend each day. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, yo, I've done it for about a week and it's a little ridiculous. And you're like, fuck. It's a little ridiculous <laughs> how much I'm getting a coffee every morning or like I'm going to get something to eat every day. And I'm just like, uh, wow. This are is you going to Dutch Bros? No, Bigfoot. Uh -huh. Oh, I was. Oh, Bigfoot's good too, but I know that yeah. Dutch not too far from your house. So I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I go to Bigfoot, and um, yeah, I'm going to Bigfoot, and uh, yeah, it's just you know I see how much I spend every week, and it's just whoa. <laughs> it's such a, a habit, such a habit you don't pay attention, man. Yeah, yeah. So book. yeah, I and keep. I've, been, up, um, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's really, really good. Um, so yeah, I keep a little notebook with me, write down everything, and I'm just like, I count up in total every day, and I'm just like, this is nuts. It's nuts. But overall, it's an improvement about life, success, financial, so forth. It's a very inspiring book, man. So that's kind of a win for me, and I, and I guess a lesson in itself, also. So yeah, it works uh, out. Awesome. Is that what you're vibing with as well, or do you have anything else to shout out? Nah, I'm vibing with the White Lotus on HBO Max. Okay, gosh, fire. I need to check it out. I do need oh, to check it out. Movie? Yeah, it's, it's, it's I've been show. seeing it. Yeah, it's a show. It's like four different stories going on within this one location. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody on this island is pretty effed up. So it's really, really great. And like rich also, I'm watching, people, um, right? They're like rich hella rich. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, and then also um, I'm watching The Hype on HBO Max. You know, I'm not a big fashion guy, but like watching these guys create clothes and stuff is kind of interesting. And some of their styles yeah. are kind of trash, but <laughs> some of it's dope. And it's just seeing how they're colliding together. And I think uh, Offset's on that show. And I just watched the last episode with him and Cardi on it. And they were like judging these clothes and stuff. And I'm just watching that. And I was like, yeah, this is this is interesting. It got I me think, zoned yeah. in. I literally was zoned in. I was sitting there just like, what the hell am I watching? But I'm so zoned in. I'm not turning. <laughs> I saw you tweet that, so I was gonna check it out. And I'm sure with Cardi, she's hella funny. Yeah. Oh my the, gosh, uh, you're getting double the dog. <laughs> oh, I can yeah, hear yeah. it from Jarv and my end. <laughs> Man, they're going crazy. I'm about to get out. I don't want to yell. Shout the Bolton soldiers. Going Somebody crazy. I know. Okay. <laughs> trying to check the show yeah. at the same time. Well, Jarv, we're super excited for you. Thank you for taking the time to join us, and we of can't course. wait. I mean, Bo, Bo and I've heard. Black House over and over. So we know Fire. it's a winner. You're I'm, trying every day. I'm trying to get on the remix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> well, and congrats on the project. Congrats on the, the placement on Best Buy. Congrats on marrying a boss ass bitch. And were you guys talking about like marriage talk before I got on here? Nah. No, not even. Not even oh, not even. okay. This was, we uh, kept it very professional. Oh, okay. She's <laughs> talking to third person over here. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> where can they follow you and keep up with everything you have going um, on? Well, they can follow me, which I messed up on my name right here. It should be at Jarv D, but it's just Jarv D. I didn't know we were doing the thing with the screens. I didn't know all that. But uh, follow me at Jarv D everywhere, <laughs> at IG, Twitter. Um, the real Jar D on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to we got a fake one. <laughs> yeah, now we fooled by because it's like it's still me, but I don't remember the password or anything of that one. So that's what that one was. But whatever. So follow me wherever I'm everywhere. Uh, even on YouTube, uh, bitch, I'm hungry uh, with Mo. 
with Casey. Yeah, I'm everywhere. All right? <laughs> this is the whole family right here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, Mo, do you have anything coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm shooting the Who's Got Next promo coming up here pretty soon. Hyper Crazy. Fast. Crazy. Um, and um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, and I'm gonna start doing um working on these photo projects that I got coming up. So I'm gonna finally push the uh gas pedal on that one and get those going. So I'm super excited about that also. So I got those things coming up. Awesome. Well, um, if you or you know a young adult, oh my god, I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> you know, a young adult between 13 and 26 who's interested in learning about the music industry. The city of Seattle is putting together its music career day this Friday, the 27th, and it's virtual, so you can attend and be safe. Uh, just We'll make sure to share all the links so that you can register. It's a free event and you'll be able to learn so much. The panels are going to be great. The networking, there's so much happening within that career day. So make sure to check that out. And if you if it's not for you, make sure to tell a young adult about it, because I think they're going to really benefit from this. So, yeah, it's going crazy. Y'all make sure to <laughs> rate, review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Follow us at the Globecast. Sign up for that Glow Gang Spotlight. and. What else can they do, Mo? Yeah, man. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying? Put us on your TV. Put us on your phone, iPad, whatever. If you're cooking, cleaning, whooping your kids, I don't know. <laughs> Just put us on the background while whooping we're Whooping your kids. You're whooping your kids. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm Did you hear about the glow-up? They condone whooping your kids. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm, I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Follow us on YouTube at the Glow Up Podcast. Oh, yeah. man. I do miss all the, the laughs. And don't forget to leave comments show. and all that stuff, too, so we can read them. And yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, maybe I'll be back next week. You never know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no, Mo, Mo, do you know what a forager is? A what? Okay. All right. A forager? <laughs> like, like. Yep. We're gonna have to do a little lesson and on that uh, note, everyone Google Forger and we'll be back next week. Uh,